the sun is shining and the birds are chirping and it is a beautiful day here in central Iowa. And I hope it is where you are too. But if it's not, I just want to take a minute before we dive into this Rodeo Kids podcast episode. The sun is always shining behind the clouds and the rain is necessary for things to grow, for us to live this lifestyle that is based on agriculture and agriculture's based on green plants and food and vegetation and that doesn't grow without some rain just like us one thing that we talk about if in rodeo kids and on our leadership team and the ambassador team is that sometimes it's in the valleys it's when the storms come it's when it's rainy and muddy and murky and icky that's when we get fertilized and sometimes when we get to actually feeling that way ourselves Uh, We're in a storm. We feel blue. It's just like we've got this cloud of doubt or frustration or whatever it is inside of us um, that we're just struggling to get past. Remember that just like the sun is always shining behind the clouds, the light is always shining within you. Even when you have those cloudy days, that light is still there. So let that rain, let those storms fertilize you, grow you, fuel you, and give you that nutrition that you need to Climb that next mountain to take on whatever obstacle it is in front of you and turn it into an opportunity. Um, So that's enough on sunny days and the weather today. Today on the Rodeo Kids podcast, we have our Rodeo Kids team leaders coming together to share a little bit about what they've learned. The six team leaders decided when they were here for the leadership retreat that after they each do their individual podcasts with a guest of their choice, that they wanted to get together and shed light on some of the things that have helped them, some of the things that they struggle with, and just whatever God puts on their hearts. And for everyone who listens to this today, if you are a youth competitor, these guys are 15 and 16 years old. Like the the kids who are on this podcast right now are going through the same things that you are. They are striving for similar goals like you and they are just like you. So what they are sharing today is stuff that you can take to heart and hopefully um, it's just shed some light and open some doors and helps maybe clear up some of those clouds that you're feeling and helps you let your light shine a little bit at a time, which is what today's podcast is about. Just a little bit at a time, that 1%. Uh, And for the parents that listen to this, I want to encourage you to just start With an open mind, take a deep breath, say a little prayer, and ask God to just let you hear what you need to hear because these are kids and we all go through the same things in life. God made us to be able to support each other and to help each other and to pick each other up and to learn and all of the things. So today as you listen to this, I just encourage all of you to, again, listen with an open mind, listen with an open heart, hear what they have to say and see how you can implement it. Maybe there's some adjustments that you can make in in your daily lifestyles and the way that you practice and the way that you think with your mental game and just ways to support each other so that hopefully we can all get just a little bit better every day. Without further ado, I am going to turn today's Rodeo Kids podcast over to our leadership team consisting of Claire Powell, Miley Maudlin, Madison Horde, Laith West, Callie McCoy, and Connor Essek. Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast, where we empower youth to be their best selves through the values and traditions of the rodeo and Western lifestyle. Hi, I'm Callie McCoy. 
And I'm Claire Powell. And we are coming to you from the southern portion of the United States. I'm from Texas. And I'm from Florida. And we are part of the Rodeo Kids leadership team. Today, we really wanted to get into what we call the 1% method. The basic idea of the 1% method is to do something every day to get 1% better. We love this method because after 100 days, you're 100% better. So every day counts. When we first started getting into our leadership team, and we had Zooms every Monday, Camry brought us the idea of the 1% method, and she used it as a challenge. She used our group Zooms and our text messages as a way to hold us accountable, and she challenged us to find ways to get 1% better as an athlete and as a leader every day. After a couple weeks, I think I can speak for everyone when I say my outlook changed drastically on my goals. Same here. It helped so much for me. My story with the 1% method is that I have a tendency to get overwhelmed and just shut down completely. When I get stressed over schoolwork and sports and all my commitments, I get to the point where I just want to sit down and stop, take a nap, tune everything out which doesn't help me get towards my goals any better. And this is where I really use the 1% method the most. I tell myself that I just have to do one thing to get closer to my goal, nothing too big, and it really motivates me and makes the work seem a lot less daunting. I found that when I start with a little task, I find the motivation to do more than 1%. And in the months since we first learned about the method, I've seen a ton of growth in myself and my progress towards my goals yeah I love that same here I love the like the small things make the big thing because I'm the same way I get overwhelmed and I tend to shut down and kind of breaking it up into smaller pieces helped a lot for me what was your experience like with it my experience was really similar to yours a couple months ago at the beginning of this rodeo season I you know my my mare wasn't work, wasn't performing well, and I wasn't in a good mental game, and it was just the two didn't go well together, and, you know, I would kind of lose before I ever even entered the arena, and I was kind of sabotaging myself, and it, it made me not want to work at home, which is like the opposite of what I should have been doing, but I just felt so burnt out because my progress wasn't showing. And it kind of, it just, it makes you feel really down. And so when Cammie brought up the 1%, it, it really, really helped me get out of my rut kind of because, you know, I had these big goals for the season, but when I wasn't performing well, it, it just felt like it, they weren't attainable. And so when, like you said, the small things, like just take it day by day and do small things that really helped me just get out there and get on my horse and do slow work or just take a breath and just trail ride. And just that, that helped me a lot to kind of get my mental game better in rodeo and just click with my mare again. And then we finally started having some good runs, but the one and taking it slow really helped me a lot. Yeah. I know you talk a lot about consistency and that's something that I really strive for. And I yeah. think about it. it's one of my biggest goals is to stay consistent. Yeah. That's definitely one of 
you know, consistent with my runs, but also like consistent with my practices. I, I didn't really have like a practice routine, but then I kind of learned that I thrive off a routine or like if I have a to-do list and I can check it off, you know, if I can, because when I was feeling burnt out, the thought of practicing just like overwhelmed me, like you were saying, just it felt like such a big task. So if I had a consistent routine of going there and like walk five minutes, trot 10 minutes, slope 10 minutes, like that consistency just broke it down to a small, like 1% goal per day. And it just, it helped me a lot. So consistent writing and consistent practices led to consistent runs. And so that was my 1% was consistency and it still is. And it's, it's helped me a lot. I love that. I know I lost like my main horse back in December. And after that, I mean, I just wanted to throw in the towel because have anything coming up behind him he was supposed to get me to college and then here I am with a couple of three-year-olds and then my retired too so it just killed my motivation I was like middle of the season what am I gonna do and I mean I wanted to throw in the towel Mm -hmm. and that was right about the time when we had the zoom where she talked about the one percent and it really got me into you don't have to go out there and work your hardest every day, even though you, I mean, that's what you want to do. Your hardest is a little trail ride down to the Creek and just enjoying being with your horse, not necessarily working towards your big goal, but just that 1% of getting your horse out and both of you connecting and riding and stuff like that is still progress towards your goal, whether you think it is or not. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I went through a similar thing. My, my main mare, she, in like the middle of the season, she just went lame kind of, and she's still a mystery, but you know, it kind of tanks your confidence. Like you, you feel like you have nothing after that. Like that's your main horse you bring to every rodeo and you just, it makes your burnout worse. If that makes any sense. And so I know what you're saying pretty awesome friends that lent us a horse but you know that that situation was really hard for me but it kind of helped me you know rely on God and showed me to just trust him and you know not having my mare kind of made me thankful for every run that I could go out there and have and just every time I was able to mount my horse it really made me take a step back and made me really thankful to just be able to rodeo and made the bad runs not seem so horrible. That's exactly how I felt. And I mean, just having to remind yourself that there is a plan there. So helpful. We talked a little bit about it. What was your biggest takeaway from doing the 1%? My biggest takeaway, kind of like I said before, just getting out there and like, doing something every day it helped me grow in the long run if that makes any sense like just the doing the small thing it kind of made me realize that like you said we don't have to go out there and like work our hardest every day I think Cammy brought up like if you research other cultures like they're not they don't focus so much on like hard work which sounds crazy like you said like that's what we focus on but it really helped me just slow it down 
and you know take it day by day and like we said just be thankful thankful for every ride that we get to have on our horses and so my takeaway it really helped me slow down and just take it day by day and be thankful for everything that I have absolutely I think mine was like I said just breaking those big goals down into small steps mm-hmm. and not it overwhelm me yeah I mean that's what I struggle with and this has helped just so much with keeping motivation and not shutting down taking small steps it still adds up and one percent is still progress so like some days you can do things you consider like even 15 percent or 30 percent or even more is something she talked about like the idea mainly is just keep building keep moving keep growing And when I was struggling with wanting to keep moving, this gave me motivation and it gave me a reason to keep going is I wanted to make that 1%. And I had our group to hold us accountable. And I think that really helped more than anything was being in the group setting and knowing that everyone else was going through the things I was. Yeah, that that helped me a lot. Just being able to know that other people are going through the same thing because you know when you're feeling burnt out it it can feel lonely it can feel like everyone else is working harder than you and it it can feel like you're the only one experiencing that so you know having y'all and just being held accountable to complete our one percent that was a that was the big game changer for me also do you have any tips for keeping up with the one percent this is gonna sound funny but something Cammie said on one of our Zooms or she put it in a text. She said, your want to win has to be bigger than your want to sit on the couch. And I, I, yes, it stuck with me every day. And it sounds like, it sounds like a silly saying, but when I feel like I don't want to go out and ride, like that pops into my head and I'm like, no, like you can't just sit in here and do nothing. Like, yes, there might be things like you want to do more but like that doesn't matter your want to win has to be bigger than your want to do anything else and that saying like I I had it in my notes from that zoom and it has just stuck with me so that would be my biggest tip is when you feel like you don't want to go complete your one percent just know that your want to win has to be bigger than your want to sit on the couch (laughs) yeah along with that one day when it was raining outside which when it rains here in Texas, we're rained out. So, yeah. I mean, there was, I couldn't work my horses. We don't have an indoor facility around us to work horses. So, I mean, it was really easy. I could have just gone inside and got some hot chocolate in a book and hung out and not gone and worked towards my goals. But we got home that day and it's like, okay, well, here's a shavings bag here's my roping dummy, you know, I've got a barn with enough room to do it. And I sat in there for a couple hours and I roped the dummy and I just focused on, it may not be what I wanted to get out of practice that day, but it was still 1%. It was still going out there and doing something and not just letting the situation keep me from improving. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm the same way when over the winter when it would because when it gets cold in Florida it's 
it's a rare occurrence, but it gets like bitterly cold. And so I'm like, I don't want to go work my horse. I don't want to go ride. Like my toes feel like they're going to fall off. But that saying just popped up in my head. And I was like, you, there's someone out there working harder than you are. Like you better get on that horse and do your 1%. Or even like you said, if it's raining, like just bring your horse in the barn and stretch their legs or groom them. Like that, that really helps me mentally just to get out there and do something work towards your goals yeah even grooming bonding your with your horse is a great that's a one percent yeah getting them you're getting they're getting comfortable with you we have a couple of three-year-olds now and then a newer horse that hasn't really been hauled much and just bonding with them is still I still count that as my one percent because I'm still getting towards my goals with them by doing some like doing the small things oh for the sure. small- yeah I count that too like go out there and braid their mane or braid their tail or whatever it's still it's better than sitting on the couch <laughs> yep put my music on and I can be out there for hours braiding um, tails <laughs> into rodeo kids podcast like that's that's working towards bettering your mental game like that's that's still one percent to me yeah Good books, even if they're audiobooks. Listen to audiobooks while you ride. That's a great way to get in your one percent. I've loved that from y'all. Like y'all suggest, like you suggested audiobooks, or I think Cammy suggested listening to music while you ride. That's kind of helped me. It sounds bad to say, but like get out there and riding can sound boring when you <laughs> when you do it so much and you know, having something fun like music or a book, it really it helps you to Get your one percent done. In the fall, when we have basketball till like seven o'clock and I get home, the last thing I want to do is go saddle three horses and ride for mm-hmm. a couple of hours. But once I do it, I always feel better because it's like in a, a release for me. It and is, yeah. Listening to audiobooks, the Rodeo Kids podcast helped me through losing that horse and really just building back and keeping my mental game strong and I mean I'd recommend them to anybody whether rodeo's your thing or not I mean she covers everything yeah definitely they're they're pretty awesome do you have any quotes or facts or anything my only quote would be from from Cammy your want to be when has to be bigger than your want to sit on the couch yes ma'am I think that's a great one I need to write that one down too I- and make a sticker or something yeah <laughs> and that card yes that be- card. oh we should have thought of that to put on a hat yeah. card. that would have been awesome <laughs> we've done four cards so we've got like 48 more just write down all the good phrases we'll have them filled by <laughs> we totally good <laughs> are you oh, i love it so today i sent to our group message this post I saw, which it couldn't have been more perfect. It was as we were talking about this podcast tonight. I see this post by her name's The Modern Mind on Instagram. It's run by a writer and self development coach named Amber Lyon. So she made this post, and I thought it was just so on the dot perfect. And I'm going to read a couple like phrases from it. So Don't underestimate the power of incremental growth. Just a little each day can change your life within a year. 
focus on what's within reach today. Great things aren't miraculously created on days of enormous effort, but are an accumulation of many days of meaningful effort. Our futures are paved by the many small actions of today. My favorite one, just as interest compounds, so does daily action. So just like Claire said, a thing, 100 days of 1% is 100%. Yes, I love those quotes. Well, this has been so fun. We challenge you listening today to aim for 1% every day. And write what we did when we were doing this, Cami told us to write it down, to hold ourselves accountable, even when it wasn't with the group, because we shared once a week with the group. Write it down every day. What was our 1% to be a better athlete? What was our 1% to be a better leader? So depending on your goals as a person, find one or two things that you want to get 1% better at every day. And then in two weeks, see how much closer you are to your goals and see what this method does to your mindset. Because I know it's changed ours a ton and it's really made us realize what the small steps can do. For sure. I put mine on a sticky note on my bathroom mirror. So that's a good way to do it. Oh, I do the same with my, I have a mirror above my dresser and it's got all my quotes and I'm pretty sure I have a, I don't know that it was the couch quote. It was something along those lines. I need to put that one on my mirror. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey guys, my name is Madison Horde and I am proud to be on the 2023 Rodeo Kids leadership team. So I wanted to talk about habits because I've struggled with creating bad habits when roping. Every sport requires athletes to have good habits to succeed. Rodeo athletes rely on consistent, reliable habits to ensure their success in the arena. However, the importance of creating new habits extends beyond just rodeo. Habits are a fundamental part of human behavior, and developing new habits can be critical to success in all areas of life. So one bad habit that I created was always focusing on roping and not where my horse was. You would think that the horse would just do it because it's consistent training, but your horses try to overachieve things and try to outsmart you in everything you do with them. So I was kind of in a slump when I was breakaway at the rodeos because I was, I was only concentrating on my swing and not where my horse was. It's kind of hard to rope when your horse is not even close to the calf. So now I've created good habits by practicing on the dummy for about 10 to 15 minutes every single day to make muscle memory so you don't even have to think about picking up your rope, you just do it. We often get stuck in the same routines leading to limited progress. By developing new habits, we can challenge ourselves to try new things, learn new skills, and push ourselves outside our comfort zones. In rodeo, this means practicing more consistently to improve our performance. Outside the arena, this can mean developing new habits around time management, exercise, or nutrition to enhance the overall well-being of yourself. Habits are also beneficial because they help us save mental energy. Our brains are constantly processing information and making decisions can be mentally exhausting. In Rodeo, we can establish a pre-ride routine to ensure that everything is in place and ready to go. Reducing the likelihood of forgetting something crucial in the heat of the moment. But I think we all do forget something. 
Habits make us better by allowing us to consistently make progress toward our goals. In rodeo, success is often the result of consistent training. By establishing habits around training, nutrition, and rest, athletes can ensure that they are consistently improving and moving toward their goals. In life, developing good habits around goal setting and time management can help us stay focused and motivated, leading to greater success in the future. By challenging ourselves and trying new things, developing routines to automate certain aspects of our life and consistently working toward our goals, we can become the best versions of ourselves, both, both in and out of the arena. So whether you're a rodeo athlete or simply looking to improve your daily routine, remember the importance of creating new habits. However, it is possible to develop bad habits that can set back performance. One common bad habit that I see in the breakaway is not properly positioning their horse for the run. This can lead to poor timing and making it harder to rope the calf. To fix these bad habits and establish good ones, it is essential to focus on consistently practicing. If you look at any professional rodeo athlete, you will not see them not practicing. It would be a great idea to ask someone that, you, that knows this event to identify and address any specific areas of weakness or bad habits that you have. For me, that's my mom. Consistent practice and attention to detail are critical for breaking bad habits and establishing good ones in any rodeo event. We can also focus on developing good mental habits. This can include watching a run before it happens. This has really helped me to get focused before I make my run. We can also establish routines for post-run reflection. So if you don't know what post-run reflection is, it is, it is an essential tool for establishing good mental habits in any rodeo events. Taking the time to reflect on the run can help us identify areas of strength and weaknesses, allowing us to focus on specific improvements for future runs. Post-run reflection can help, help build confidence by acknowledging and celebrating successes, no matter how small they are. Even if it is just your horse rating the calf good, you should be celebrating, celebrating or at least petting them when you walk out of the arena. You don't know who thinks you are their idol. By reflecting on the run, we can also learn to manage our emotions, recognizing when we feel frustrated or disappointed. Overall, post-run reflection is a valuable tool for establishing good mental habits in breakaway roping or any event in rodeo. One quote that I love is, perform like you've never lost, practice like you've never won. God put you in whatever situation you're in today for a reason. Get out there and lay it all on the line. What would you say that your pre-run routine is? So when I get up, I feed my horse, then I eat, then I saddle and work on small circles and lots of flexing in the arena. Mind you, I am always the first one in the arena. Also, I always stretch my horse before I run because that's very beneficial. Do you do any other small preparations before you run, like last minute? Um, I always check my tack because that's very important. Like if your girth isn't tight enough, your saddle might slip and that is horrible. So I always like check that or my bridle just to see if there's any. Hey there, I'm Miley Maudlin. I'm going to talk about burnout. I feel like burnout is not focused on in rodeo enough. I feel like 
everyone acts like you have to constantly be tough and working hard. And you do, you do need to work hard, but mental health matters too. And I feel like that is often overlooked in the rodeo world. I feel like people push you past your limit and you get to the point where you are trying to find the love for your sport again, but you can't. This is where the importance of being able to take a break is needed. You get to the point where you're pushing yourself too hard and you're almost... I want to say killing yourself over the sport. You're practicing and practicing and putting the hours in and you're getting to the point where you don't even love it anymore. But you want to do good so badly that you're spending hours and hours just trying to get everything perfect. And then you get to the rodeo and you think, oh, I've practiced so much. I'm going to be good now. And then you don't. And sometimes that's just how it is. I feel like everyone gets in a slump at some point and you're not alone, but a lot of people forget and it feels like you're the only one who's going through all these things, but you're not. And it's important to remember that. You just have to step back and make it fun again. It's really hard to take the pressure off, especially as a competitive person. You constantly want to be doing good, but sometimes I think it's important to really just try to take the pressure off. Go to low pressure things smaller junior rodeos instead of the big things or even just practicing at your house don't put all that pressure on yourself because that doesn't help at all rodeo shouldn't be a burden it should be fun for the past couple months I have found myself dreading my runs and I don't enjoy the sport of rodeo at the moment I'm currently trying to find my passion again and by doing that I'm taking a break I am trying to just make it fun again I'm going to just small little jackpots instead of hitting all the big rodeos because it's just, it's important to take a break when you are this burnt out. If you're at the point where you are dreading your runs like I am, that's not good. You Rodeo should be fun and it shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be something that you don't want to do. So you have to let go in order to find your passion again. So what would your advice be for someone that is in a slump or burnout? My advice to that person would be to just step back, kind of look back at all your accomplishments. And even though, I mean, I know for me this year, it has felt a lot like I haven't accomplished anything, but then I look back for the past few months and I'm like, I've had a few small wins and stuff like that. But the thing is, we as people, we overlook the positive things and focus on the negative. And I feel like that happens to everyone, honestly. And it's important to really just focus on the positive, especially if you are in a slump, focus on the positive things. And yes, you can watch your bad runs and say what you need to work on, but there's always some sort of good in the run. So I know a lot of people say for every negative thing, write down at least one or two positive things. So that's always a really good thing to do. Miley, that was awesome. I was going to ask you what your favorite uh, Bible verse was, but it's okay. Do it. Oh, you can. Okay, ready, set. Um, so what's your favorite Bible verse? My favorite Bible verse is probably. Okay, actually, I have so many. I have to really think. Honestly, it would have to be Philippians 4:13, which is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, I feel like it's a lot of people's favorite verse, but that is definitely one of mine. Hi, everyone. My name is Connor Essick, and I'm from Northwest Iowa.
So today I wanted to talk about the biggest thing I've struggled with recently, and that would be my mental game. And I was asked to talk about doing something that I've gotten 1% better each day in my daily life and my performance in rodeo and my mental game was the first thing that came to my mind. I struggle a lot with nerves and pressure when competing. Pressure is not something that is real. We make it up in our mind and we have to overcome that and learn to enjoy and love pressure. I had a phone call the other day with Dr. Andy Wolf with Wolf and Sons Performance to have him help me with the mental side of my performance. When I back in the box and practice, I'm calm, I'm relaxed, and I focus and do my job. When I back in the box and or in a jackpot or rodeo, I create things in my mind and put all this pressure on myself and get so nervous. I don't feel good and I can't compete. I'm a calf roper. And when I back in the box and compete, I'm so nervous. I nod my head and I run out and pretty much just hail Mary, throw my rope and hope it goes on rather than riding in there and into position and finishing my shot and making my run. Some things me and Dr. Andy Wolf talked about were that rodeo is not your whole life. No one cares whether you do good or bad. What I've really been focusing on this week is envisioning my runs over and over again, seeing my rope go around that calf's neck. If you tell yourself, I can't do this, or you can't envision yourself having success, then you will fail every single time. Your mind does exactly what we tell it to do. Andy said it's just a run. What I am working on is learning to enjoy the pressure, allowing myself to take it off and love it. And that is what you have to do in order to be successful. Your mental game is just as important as your physical game, if not more. We have to work at it just as hard, and I encourage anyone, if they have any questions, to reach out to Dr. Andy Wolf. He has been a major help to me, and I can't thank him enough. You can also reach out to any one of us on the Early Leadership Team, and we would be very happy to help you. Hello. My name is Lath West. I'm from Northeast Missouri. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the power of one more. What's one more? I've heard a lot of people talk about that recently, whether it be in the weight room, baseball field, or rodeo arena. What's one more run? What's one more at bat? What's one more rep? It's all gonna all it's gonna do is help you. See, my experience with the power of one more has helped me a lot. Whether I be working out with somebody, they always push me and help me to get that last rep in. Just one more. And all it's doing is help strengthening me. That's what I think rodeo is about. Just giving it one more. And really just putting all of it out on the line and leaving it there. Don't just hold on to it and let it build up in your system. Just go and let it out and leave it. And that's what I think the power of one more has helped me and all everybody on this team achieve their goals. So you said that people uh, would push you. Who is one person that like pushes you to become your better self? Well, I will name one person out on the spot here, and his name is Connor Essick. He's always checking up on me, making sure I've been in the gym, and is always there to talk to. Let us pray together. Dear God, thank you for blessing us with the opportunity to share a little bit of our story with others. Help us to be a vessel for your word and share your message with the world to bring others closer to you. Lord, we ask that what we have shared found a way to help someone out there who is struggling or having a hard time. Thank you for everything you've blessed each and every one of us with and to be on this earth and learn and share our love and knowledge for you, God. Thank you for everything, Lord. Amen.
always, thank you for tuning in to the Rodeo Kids podcast. If there was something that uh, our team leaders shared that stuck out to you or there was something that you feel somebody in your family, a friend, or maybe just an acquaintance needs to hear, please hit that share button. Let them know about this. As we said in the beginning, God brought us together for a reason. God put all of us here to learn and to grow and We go through different seasons and everything that we go through um, is an opportunity to learn and then to share. Uh, Let us not be selfish, but let us to come together and love our neighbor as ourselves, and just continue to build this uh, wonderful industry and this opportunity and this family that we get to have through Rodeo and through Christ. With that being said, you can give us a share, a like, and a follow. You can find Rodeo Kids on the RodeoKids.com website. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, whichever is your preference. We try to post consistently on all of them, but not so much that you're going to see the same content over and over again. And with all of this being said, we can't continue doing this without you. So if you are loving what we're doing at Rodeo Kids, we have our monthly scholarships that we give away to each month to kids to attend clinics, camps, and lessons. Uh, We have our leadership team. We have our ambassador team where they get swag and cool stuff and We have our weekly Rodeo Kids podcast. We also have monthly Zoom meetings with the ambassadors and bi-weekly meetings with the team leaders who get to just help grow this and learn and share. And we talk about stuff like the 1% and growing together and how to go through those mental game issues and to get through um, the things as a team. And we like to have fun and we play games and we learn cool stuff and we put God at the front and it's just an awesome opportunity. Uh, One of the conversations we've been having a lot lately, and then I'll wrap this up because we are trying to be respectful of your time. But one of the things we've been talking about a lot lately is the difference between organized sports and kids who play organized sports and rodeo and we'll probably do a podcast over this soon uh, because these kids are up against a whole different world and the shift has really just happened in the western industry in my opinion over the last five years you know when I grew up um, and I'm not young but I'm not old either um, my parents taught me how to live they still rodeo they still competed and I got to go on the weekends that they didn't have rodeos going on or that they wanted to take a break. That's when I got to go to the jackpots and compete in the youth with my mom running her good horse. Or I got to go to the youth rodeo when nothing else was going on. And that's not really the case anymore. And so we are in a little bit of uncharted territory in the rodeo world, especially for parents. You know, these kids, especially the ones who have played organized sports, they kind of have an idea as to how this maybe should work, but parents did not sign up to be coaches, or at least a very, very small percentage of you have been coaches for organized sports. And so now you get to be the bus driver, you get to be the coach, you get to be the parent, the laundry man, the, I mean, you get to be everything. You also get to be the person that tells your kids to do their homework, to do their chores, to pick up the dishes, and all of these things. And It's tough. Like you guys have a big enough job just trying to provide for your family because more likely than not, you don't just have one child. You have multiple. For women, you got a husband. For husbands, you got a wife. So it's not just you looking out for your team as it is in organized sports with a coach who is in charge of the team and they look after their mental well-being and there's somebody at the school who washes all of the jerseys and there's the booster club that helps pay for the fuel and there's the athletic director and the district sports coordinator who coordinates the schedules. 
you guys are doing all of this on your own as parents being coaches and your kids are also doing all of this on their own because they don't have a coach and the team atmosphere. They're not practicing with a group of kids that aren't family. They aren't going to these events on the bus where they're having fun and joking beforehand. They don't have a coach that picks up on the little things that they might be struggling with otherwise that we don't see because there's just so much going on. And that's what Rodeo Kids is here for. We are here to help provide that support. Can we replace a coach? Can we do what organized sports do? No, we can't do all of it, and we don't want to. We're not trying to, but we are trying to create some sort of support for both youth and parents in this industry to take a deep breath, to take a load off, to have some place to turn to, to ask questions, to find inspiration, to look for new strategies, and for the kids to have a team. That's what the ambassador team is all about, being a part of something bigger than just ourselves and having somebody there to encourage us, to help us grow, and to help us to become better. So um, with that being said, We would love for you to join our program if this sounds like something that you would like for yourself, for your kids, and if you're in a position that you would love to support something like this, we encourage you to donate or reach out to us in ways that you would like to be involved because, again, we're in it together. So with that being said, we love you. We appreciate you. God loves you. You're seen. You are heard. You are important. You matter, and you are enough. We want to wish you the best of luck, safe travels, and God bless as you chase your gold buckle dreams.